The Global Latin Factor Podcast. The Global Latin Factor Podcast. The Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome back to another episode where we bring you everything there is to know about Latino culture. Not only that, but we bring you personalities. We bring you day-to-day people. And eventually we'll get to where we interview people that have done something. Uh, they are Latino. That, you know, maybe globally they're not doing something. But at the end of the day, it's, it's good to honor people and celebrate people for their accomplishment, whether a firefighter, where they're on their own their own business or whatever the case might be and i feel it's still important to touch up on real life people and real life people that we deal day to day and those are some of the things that we're also going to bring you so of course you can stop by and learn a little bit about history of the contributions food culture music but at the same time you might listen to a story about somebody that came from whatever But all of a sudden, they do a much better, and the struggle they had to go through to get there. What do you think about that? That's very interesting, and I'm excited to like learn all awesome. this information. <laughs> all right, so real quickly, I like your giggle. What? I like your giggle. <laughs> I swear, you be giggling all day, but it's cool to have that giggle. Sometimes it's like a nervous giggle, but sometimes so. it's like I don't know what to say after, or like I don't want to get all quiet, so I just giggle. <laughs> that's cool i like that keep doing that <laughs> i feel like your story could could push somebody or or can bring eyes to something that they might have gone through and, and they could you know get through it as well yeah so um i'm young still yeah. you know i'm only 22 but i feel like i'm very wise just because of everything i've been through mm-hmm. um but i didn't have a hard life like my parents they weren't together but Um, they loved me, like they spoiled me, they mm-hmm. wanted the best for me, they worked hard to give me everything that I wanted, but I was trying to run away from home, basically, you yeah. know, like, so I left for college, I was just like, I'm not coming back, like, <laughs> I, I left for college, and I didn't come back home, I like moved out, and living on your own, or with a roommate, or somebody, right. uh, an ex, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, your significant other, Um, it's kind of hard. It's hard because you do struggle. Like I remember I used to live like in the hood right? right. <laughs> and me and my best friend, she's like my ride or die person. She like legit saved me, but we used to struggle really bad. Um, like I didn't even have enough money to like get Jack in the box tacos, like struggle. And yeah. And exactly like we were trying to find change just to get some Jack in the box tacos. And mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, I'm a kind of proudful person where like, I won't ask for help. Like, I will not ask for help for anything just because, one, I'm, I don't like feeling dumb. Like, that's my biggest, like, I took a personality test. And on the personalities test, it, it even told me, like, I don't like feeling dumb. And so I wouldn't ask for help from my parents or anybody or nothing. Like, I was just like, just Why do you feel figure. like you have to put yourself to that? Just because... I am a totally different person now than I was back then. Back then, I feel like I had a stick up my butt or something. Like, my energy was off. I had mm-hmm. bad energy. Um, some people said, well, no, not some people. Right. Only one person said that I had, like, a resting, like, bee oh, face, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, you. So, <laughs> um, I was just, I just was negative. Like, I didn't want to go out. I just 
I was just there was just something about me that was really negative and bad energy. You, and know, then, you can't think back to the reason why something happened when you were smaller, or just um, just, just the way that you were at that time. It was just the way that I was. Right. Like I, I guess I was trying to be like everybody else, mm -hmm. and then something just like I went through something, and it just freaking click in my head. Like, um, so you know. People have relationships and like right. there's just that one person that like gets to you like your ex. Yeah, yeah. And it was just that one person that got to me and he like changed my whole world upside down kind of. Um, like in a bad way, like y'all had a very toxic relationship. Yes, it was. It, but I now that I'm now that I went through it and like right. right after the breakup, like I realized like it wasn't just him. Like I'm I don't talk bad on him at all. Like he's a good person. Mm -hmm. I don't talk bad on him or anything because it's 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 both ways. Like it's right. two people in a relationship and I messed up in the beginning. Like I know that now looking back at everything, like I messed up in the beginning and he was the sweetest person ever to me and then after I messed up he just didn't respect me anymore after that. Mm -hmm. So then that's where it went like all downhill and, uh, you know, cheating and other stuff. But I'm not saying like I was the perfect girlfriend. Like now I know, now I know how to be better for like a next relationship or whatever. I'm going to treat that person right. Like I'm going to be a loyal. I'm not like just treat them right because you want to treat people how you want to be treated or you treat people how you want to be treated. And now I know, but I don't talk bad on him or anything. I don't regret any of the decisions that I made right. with him or what happened in, in the relationship just because I learned that it was a life lesson and it's just a learning experience and everything happens for a reason and just um, letting, like, I have love for him, but I'm not in love with him. Like, right. he's always going to have a special part of my heart just because He's probably, I've only had two boyfriends ever my whole life. <laughs> and he's probably like the, he's the only boyfriend that I ever like, like loved. I can actually say that. Um, and he knows it. And he knows that he put me through some tough stuff also. And I, he's, he probably thinks about it or like regrets it now. But it's just a learning experience. And But even through that, like at the same time, like now that it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, even though at that time it felt bad, bad, like mm -hmm. it was real weird. At the same time, you get to 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 feel, and that's what I, my brother and I were talking about. Like, like people forget. Like a lot of the times, like it just it's not that comfortable. It's, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. But let it marinate for a little bit, and it's not gonna last forever. Yeah, no, it goes away. It, it does go away, like for sure. In the beginning, it hurts. Like yeah. I was so emotional, I would cry my eyes out. Like I would try and do anything to see him or try to talk to him or like figure out where he's at and like be kind of crazy you know but <laughs> then you gotta like oh wait what what am i doing like no like i gotta i gotta move on i gotta do my own thing i gotta figure out who i am and that's where like it all right. started like where to figure out who you are like i cut my hair i got tattoos i went out i did so much crazy stuff i traveled and it just made me have life experiences to, like, learn and figure out who I was and what's the style that I like. Because I was trying to be like all the other girls that were trying to be alike, like the basic girls. And it's okay to stand out and be different and dye your hair, get tattoos, like whoever you want to like. And everything's going to be okay, like, because that's just you. Like, don't listen to anybody else. 
you're you be you be you figure out who you are but because of the experience at this at this other side now that you're here like Mm -hmm. it's it's just totally somebody different right compared to where you were back then yes like my best friend she even tells me she's just like yeah you're such a different person now like i remember when i first met you honestly i didn't even like you like i thought yeah my best friend like she did not stuck up yeah yes she thought that and she thought that i was stupid like she thought i was stupid just because i was really naive also uh-huh. growing up so you were sheltered yes yes my mom no my mom my mom, mom sheltered me my mom so is that way like, you were rebelling and cut your hair right like, here you go mom <laughs> take this yeah um yes and no she knew but it's just my style like mm-hmm. growing up and figuring out what i like and stuff it's just my style but she does not like it but yes it was rebelling um but my mom was super sheltering me, like hovered, worried so much. Even now that I'm older, she still worries so much. Always oh, for life. You ain't getting rid of that. Yeah, no. Even if it, I'm in my 30s and my mom still, I gone. I put it to. I'm the oldest, mm-hmm. but I act sometimes like I'm like the little one. The like baby. I act some stupid stuff, like <laughs> stupid stuff, like. Dude, no wonder they're concerned. I would be concerned too if you were my kid. I'll be like, "Are you okay, dude?" You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know why, and I I gave them all the reasons to feel a certain way sometimes because yeah. I'm I was the one. Yeah, and it doesn't even make it any better that I have a twin sister. Like, there's two of us that she got to worry about. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, and you have a tattoo, the same arm. I yeah, a tattoo, the same arm, everything. Realize. And she don't even like needles. I don't even know how she got a tattoo. Just. Probably thinking that the pain was going to transfer to you. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about our next global Latin factor. This time I'm going to let Mia tell us a little bit about Marco Antonio Muñiz. Mark Anthony, uh-huh. the singer. Yeah, the singer. Oh, who married J Lo? Uh huh. What else? Oh, oh, he has like three baby mamas. Well, that's three including baby mamas and five kids. Six kids. Six kids. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't even know how he got J Lo because J Lo is fine. Like. Do you know what his dad told him hmm. when he was younger? He what? said, "We're ugly. You need to work. <laughs> you need to learn how to work on your personality." I swear, that's what he said that... in an interview. He said, "Boy, we're ugly. You need to learn how to work on your personality." And that's how he got J Lo. Because J Lo, she's everybody inspired to be like her. Like when I'm forty something oh, years old, like I want to look like. Is she her. like almost fifty now? What is she? How old is J Lo now? She's almost fifty. I think she's in her 50s, bro. She's not 40 no more. 40 was like 10 years ago. She got to be like 47. I think right. like 47. What else did you learn about Mr. Mark Anthony? 51. 51. <gasps> not even in her 40s. Oh, 40s wow. were like 10 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, he mean... has six kids. He had three baby mamas. He was married three times. What else did you learn about Mr. Mark Anthony? Besides liking his music? Yeah. What's your favorite song about him? Oh, I don't know. I'm not really good at like knowing people's the title of the songs. Yeah. But like I you can like, I can yeah. But I can like hum it or whatever, you know, just <laughs> You know, that song was the actual last song of that record for that album. He wasn't gonna put it, somebody brought it to his attention and then he took it over to his producer. Hey, look at this. It's not really my, my style, but I think we, we can do something with it. He he the, the album was already finished mm-hmm. and then they worked it in there, did that song. And it became the hit, like freaking major hit. I love that song. Like everyone knows that song, and everyone knows that that's Mark Anthony's. But is song, that is like, it, okay? So, so I got 
I know that you know a little bit of Spanish, but it says like like vivir mi vida, like live my life. Mm -hmm. la, la, la. I'm gonna laugh, I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna do all this, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna live my life. And that's the song, and that's like everybody's anthem in any type of situation that you're going through. It could be your anthem for for your life, and that song is is nice. It's well done. Everything sounds really good, and it's like man, that song is awesome. What else did you learn about Mr. Mark Anthony? Let me read out my notes. That's why. That's why I'm here. You're supposed to teach me. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're supposed to help me out. I, well, I did a little bit. All right. So his name is Marco Antonio Muñiz, and no, you're not mistaken. He is named after the Mexican singer Marco Antonio Muñiz, and he goes by the stage Mark Anthony. He is an American singer, even though he has Latino descent, which is Puerto Rican. He's a songwriter, actor, executive producer, television producer, philanthropist. And uh, okay, so he mo he was more into freestyle, house music, Motown, hip hop, disco. That's what that's what his thing was. Ooh, when he was coming music. in as an artist. He started singing when he was three years old. So his dad used to take him to a club and sing it when he was three. Three? Yes. Oh. And he almost stopped singing at five. You know why? Because his dad was like pressuring nope, him. Nope. Because oh. he sang so good that women would, used to cry. So at five years old, if you're singing and you see people cry, you'd be like, I don't want to make them cry. But it was a, there were kind of joy because the way that he was singing was so beautiful that you just can't help but, like, it takes some kind of talent to have you sing and then project, like, tears to your eyes. So grown people. Especially at five years old. You he know, was probably, then, like, a cute little kid just exactly. singing his little heart out. And that's exactly what he was saying. Like, I don't want to do this. And then his dad is trying to take it. No, no, it's not a bad thing. They're just emotionally, they're happy. They're just, that's how they're they... are connecting with you. Exactly. But at five years old, like, you see him crying. I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on with y'all? All you are scaring me. Okay, so, again, his direction... He he was trying to work freestyle, all this type of music. He he didn't have in mind to do, but one of his friends played play one of uh, Juan Gabriel's song, which is a Mexican artist too, Mexican composer, singer. Y conoce de mí, I believe. Uh, uh, let me see. Abrázame muy fuerte. So one of his friends played a Juan Gabriel's song, Abrázame muy fuerte, and he heard the song. I believe it's Abrázame muy fuerte. And for whatever reason, he said he saw lights and all kinds of stuff, and he had the urge to record that song. So he got out the phone, called his his uh, manager. He said, "I need to record this song, like, but it's already Juan Gabriel's song." Like, okay, well, we just make a salsa. And he, he never done salsa. He never he, he he was around it, but his thing was other stuff. He wanted to do house music and all that. And then they went ahead and did that that song in salsa. And then that's from that moment. When he decided, when he listened to that song, and whatever grew in his heart to say, this is what's going to be, what I'm going to do. Then from then on, he's now known as the king of salsa. Marco Antonio, the king of salsa. From that one moment, you know what I mean? That's crazy to me. That one song, Mexican song too, and all of a sudden, you just become what you are. And he had a lot of hate for people that were like purists, a salsa purists, because a lot of the typical salsa like elements that he had, the clave and all this, that he wasn't using them. You know, him and his producer were just so naive about salsa. They didn't know, like, how it go. But, you know, they had this thing, like, okay, well, we don't know, but we're still going to do it. You know, no matter what, we're still going to go ahead and, and get to it. And we did. What do you think about that? I mean, all I think about is, like, his dance moves. <laughs> you know how to salsa? Uh, 
I'm a good follower. Like, I love dancing. Like, <laughs> I'm being so serious. I love to dance. It can be anything, like, country, <laughs> two-stepping. It could be, like, notenias, even though I'm not good at it, honestly. I, I'm a good follower. I'll follow really good. You, know, you ladies have, the like, the easiest job ever. Because <laughs> I, I, I learned, I took some classes in salsa, so mm-hmm. I know a little bit. But it's so much easier to just be led to lead in salsa or just any dancing. It's mm-hmm. hard. And I see why it's just a difficult thing to do, like being able to be salsa. Okay, so he got a lot of criticism. So so he was he was born in New York. So he's he's from New York. He's American. Mm-hmm. His parents are from from uh, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. right? So he got a lot of heat when he sang God Bless America. He sang at an all-star game. He got a lot of criticism with people. Like, why are they having him sing him? I'm like, because uh, he's American? <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Not to mention, it's God Bless America, so it's not the anthem, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention, that particular song was written by a Russian Jew immigrant. <laughs> and it was taken from him and made to what it is, and we made it a song here in America. Why are we always taking stuff? I'm just saying. <laughs> why would why we want to be mad at the guy... An American guy that doesn't, to certain people's ignorance, doesn't fit the mold of what an American should be. But, man, we're everything. We're everything. We're all kinds of colors. Mm-hmm. Everything under the rainbow. You know what? The only I, I feel like the only the only way that we're going to be unified is that, like you, that if we ever get attacked by aliens <laughs> and they're coming to take us over and we all have to... A line, hey, we gotta, we, we gotta, gotta work we gotta together. together. No, but everyone might be like, uh, it's all fight to the finish, like the weaklings, like y'all fend for yourselves, and like. I'm telling you, Latinos, they can get down. <laughs> We're gonna discuss about some 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 war heroes here in in, in the U.S. and and different things like that. Cause we can get down, we throw down, we ain't going. We, We're not we ready. We we take up a fight. We We're be not fighting. the weakest link. We're not. And certain people are just not going to make it, no matter how, how many guns you have. I'm sorry. You just, if you don't know how to survive, you're just not going to make it. He has Grammys for days. Six-time Latin Grammy winner, sold over how many million of records do you think? Twelve. Ah, you look at my screen. <laughs> I'm going to turn my screen this way. Twelve million records all around the world. He rich, rich. Twelve million records all around the world. Oh, yeah, he rich, rich. Oh, he, he does well for himself. Well, he does got six kids. So, oh, yeah. child support be up the behind. He got twins. Huh? Yeah, he does got twins. With J-Lo, J-Lo. right? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> what else did you learn about Mr. Mark Anthony? Nothing more? Nothing really. Man, you, you... I, I'm just obsessed with J-Lo. <laughs> Why? Why is that? We, we can do her one of these days. Because it's Jenny from the block. What do you mean? But she got her starts by Selena. Doing Selena. Yeah, no, she was before Selena. She was on that one show, the Superfly Girls, or whatever the. Uh, Nobody knew her from there. But she was a dancer on you know, there. She, you haven't seen that movie called Me Familia? No. Yep, she was in that movie too. Little small camp, little small thing part that she did. It was a real, it's a, a story about people, a Mexican family moving into California, migrating over, mm-hmm. and she was part of that movie. A small little piece, but it was like. A lot of people like that movie Mexicans because they can relate to it. A lot of people passing over. Yeah. And they got a man that is, uh, he's, he's an older man. And his name was El California because <laughs> he was there from the beginning. Yeah. 
That's a cool movie. A I, song I, just I like popped in my head. <laughs> no. What song? No. What song? California Love? No. Which one? No, no. No, you gotta say it now. No. Why not? No, because it's like a like like a corrido song. Qual? Uh, I just know how to spell it out, and I just know the beginning of the song. But mm. like, I can sing the song whenever the song is on the radio, or like not on the radio, but whenever I have it in my playlist playing. You can't sing it right now. No. No, I not. Don't be shy. Oh, I can't. Don't sing. be shy. Somebody, want, you want to hear? It? I know you want to hear. It, right, go ahead. No. Come on, bye. That's true. No, I can. I can like hum, and it's like. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I know exactly what song you're talking about. (laughs) So there you have it, Mr. Mark Anthony, named after a Marco Antonio Muniz, a famous singer, American, American, uh, from Puerto Rican family. Let's okay. So that's another thing that chews me out, right? (laughs) So Puerto Ricans are Americans, right? Uh So technically, even if he was born in Puerto Rico. He would still be American. And they still gave him, they gave him hell for singing, even though he was born here. Oh, my goodness. People so, you know what I'm saying? I just like, aliens, come over here. Just <laughs> link us together. Let us be one. You know what I mean? And the weakest link will, shall not make it. <laughs> All right. Any other, any other final thoughts? Would you name your kid after like a famous artist like that? So, I was telling Carlos that I watched this movie called Captain Fantastic, and I, I recommend it because it's pretty cool. So the dad and the mom raised their kids very specific, very different way than everybody else, which I th- I kind of liked certain ways that they were raising them. But they said that their kids were so unique that they gave them unique names. Not mm-hmm. like a John, not like a Jose, none of that. Just they made up their names mm-hmm. because they were so unique. Like, is it is true. You are unique. One in, one in seven billion people. I mean, again, I know the odds are different, but still, one in seven. You're one of seven million people. You're, you're just so unique, you don't even realize it. You know? And then everybody wants to copy everybody and look, and look cook, cookie cut. Just like the same thing, like why? Yeah. Imagine everybody was the same, it would be boring. Everybody was the same color, it would be so boring. You know? Yeah, it would be boring. It would be very but boring. But what's with like guys like naming like uh their daughters after like their uh movie crush girl or like famous girl crush That's or whatever. Weird. They have <laughs> they have mommy issues or something. <laughs> they have to have. Come on, no way. <laughs> You wouldn't name your kid no, after something. I would name her a unique name. I already have my daughter's name picked out. What is it? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. You might steal it. What? <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you. But I do already have it picked out. That's good. Yeah, what about you? Oh, no, I don't know if kids are in my future. Okay, well, <laughs> I have a kid in my future one day, a baby girl, and I already have her name picked out. What if you have a boy? I'll have to work on that name. <laughs> It'll have to be a different name. So I haven't seen a a, do- a boy yet, so uh-huh. I'm thinking more of a girl. Mm-hmm. But eventually, if a boy comes around, then I have to. So I'll have an alternative name. Guys want girls. I mean, yeah, guys want girls, but they look you want a boy also. I don't know, daddy girl. Like it's just a daddy's girl thing, right? Like uh, I don't know. All I know is that <laughs> I'll, I'll have a name picked out for a girl for whatever <laughs> reason. I just know that I have that. <laughs> 
Now, I haven't thought about little boy, so maybe it's not. But if so happen to be, then I will adjust. He won't be nameless. He will be named unique. Not like nothing else. One of a kind. Pamphilo. <laughs> Real strong Mexican name. Oh. <laughs> All right. This is the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Thank you very much for checking out another episode. Again, follow us on all social media. And we will have the link to some of the merch also on the description of certain items. And again, we appreciate you very much. This is your stop to learn about Latino culture. We bring you personalities. We bring you people that made a difference in the world. We bring you food, music, and everything else in between. Until the next episode, I'm Crispin Valentine, and this is Mia. <laughs> yeah. Este país